0: Hello and good morning. This morning I shall start with a message of love, that ephemeral emotion that can grasp us when we least suspect or, unfortunately, can disappear when we most want it. We think we can control it, but mostly it controls us. Now we all know that love is so many things and is felt and experienced so differently within each of us as individuals. Our interpretation for any emotional attraction or rejection can be both spontaneous and irrational, as it can be soberly and deliberately entertained. But this morning I do not intend to delve into the romantic type of love that we talk about or hear of perhaps so many times every day. I wish to talk of the love of humanity, something that I feel we can rationalize, and we can experience its enormous benefits. And I wish to talk about it in the context of one of the biggest, if not the biggest, problems afflicting societies around the world in these days, particularly, but it has been known along history, which is full of evidence to show that it existed almost from day dot. You see, the other day I was taking part in a meeting with some Surrey police officers. In my capacity as a member of a voluntary group of people supporting the police with our ideas and suggestions drawn from our different backgrounds and communities we relate to, the discussion was about hate crime and how the police are addressing the despicable social disease that leads to all sorts of crime. I was talking to a police officer of good rank and a person I knew from years and from periodic meetings. So I felt confident enough to speak my heart. I told him that in my view the police will never eliminate hate crime, and I gave him my reasons. I started by saying that the government's approach to hate crime is, has two major flaws. The first being that using the word hate Is itself a means of perpetuating the concept of hate and highlighting it without any means of shaping it so as to show the evil aspect of the word and the emotion it engenders. The second major flaw is that hate crime is linked to the seven or eight strands of diversity that the government lays as a basis of equality and human rights and the indication of whether a hate crime reported falls within these compartmentalized factions of society, mainly color, gender, age, ethnicity, religion, sexual orientation, disability, and so on. Once we have a society categorized in this way, we are setting the scene for bias and protectionism. Each diversity strand trying its hardest to attain security from aggression by the other strands result entrenchment and the need for conflict resolution every now and then, and a ferment for actual hate crime. Now this does not mean that we should leave leave things as they are, but rather that we look at society as a mix of citizens, with all the beauty of difference and diversity and that any abuse thrown at any individual, whether verbal, physical, or emotional, should be dealt with within a mixture of law and societal abhorrence. And this brings me back to the subject of love. Because it is here that we as a society can look at each other as citizens, enjoying our differences, and indeed recognizing these differences with the concept of a bouquet of flowers, wherein each flower is beautiful in its own right, but with the other diverse shapes and colors included, the bouquet attains such a much greater beauty with each color and shape enhancing the whole. If we develop this ethos within ourselves, the problem of hate crime will eventually reduce or even disappear. It will be redundant, but to do so, we must love the other. And the first step to love the other is to love ourselves. In this I do not mean that we adopt a selfish, egotistic attitude. But what I mean is that we discover the beauty of love within us. And once we have done that, we will reflect that on others, indeed on all humanity, and see in each person around us a citizen or a member of the human race, worthy of seeing at least some beauty in his or her character or quality eventually the golden rule love thy neighbor as thyself will prevail i take the liberty of quoting an address of abdul bahá Bahaullah, that was delivered back in 1913 here are some excerpts in the garden of the heart Plant only the flowers of love. Savor the fragrance of the hyacinth of love. You shall know the tree by its fruit. Then the hopeless is made hopeful, and the barren life made to blossom. With love in our hearts we are able to benefit all around us. Love is the basis of human sympathy, and sympathy prompts us to be kind and compassionate. With love, the enemy is changed into a friend, the cheerless is comforted, the weary traveler is lodged, the hungry fed, the naked clothed, the destitute made rich, the weak reinforced. Love is the great panacea of all social, political and economic evils. Yes, it will take time for the world to attain these ideals. But in my view, and in all the prophecies of the scriptures, attain they will. So, how lovely will it be if we make a start today, every one of us pledging to shave off bit by bit every aspect of hate or bad feelings we may have of others and begin to sow the seed of love and amity. We can enjoy a wonderful world and a beautiful humanity full of exciting diversity in looks, abilities and joy. Goodbye.